guess what? It's Dr. Movie time. How y'all like that one? Is that a good one? I don't know. Welcome back to Dr. Movie, the show I do while I'm driving my car because that's pretty much all I do with my life is spend time behind the wheel of a little Chevy uh, Spark that I call the Blunicorn, which currently has 225,933 miles on it. I need to change uh, transmission fluid. <laughs> it's it's do a change. But yeah, I spend a lot of time driving, and uh, I like to talk about movies. So you take two things and you put them together to make one great thing, right? So here we are. This is actually a listener's request. I'd rather say a friend's request, because uh, it comes from Sam Edwards, and uh, he pipes in quite a bit on uh, all, well all the different things I do. And uh, he said, hey, Rick, you need to check this one out. And uh, we are talking about 1994's Tammy and the T-Rex. Now, here's my original take on this movie. Well, I'd never seen it before. So this is a first-time watch. Because, I don't know, maybe it was the time, right? Uh, You had the show Dinosaurs on TV... You had, you know, uh, Go- Whoopi Goldberg that made the movie with the dinosaur, whatever that thing was. It just seemed like we got too saturated with fake dinosaur stuff. And when I saw the artwork of this, I was like, yeah, no thanks, right? I'm going to be honest with you. I wish I would have watched it back then because I think this would be a movie I would watch many, many times. Spoiler alert, I'm already giving away what I think about the movie. Uh, Yeah, I wrote this one off. There's something still off-putting about it. One is because of when it came out, 94. I mean, you didn't really have a lot to pick from at the time. But uh, it's got a lot of awesome stuff in this movie that I really didn't expect. Because the movie really plays like, I don't know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, right? The, The movie. It kind of has that kind of feel because you're dealing with high school where everybody's definitely too old to be in high school. And uh, so it's got that kind of cheesemo to it, right? Um, It it, it tries too hard to be funny sometimes. But then it'll turn around and, and be as gory as any Friday the 13th movie. So that's what's really interesting about this movie. Uh, let's let's give a quick synopsis, synopsis if you've not heard of this movie. It says, A teen learns that a scientist implanted her dead boyfriend's brain into an animatronic dinosaur. Now, if I would have known that back then, <laughs> I would at least had to check this thing out, right? Again, this is one of those I saw either the poster or the artwork, and I was like, yeah, no, I'm good, right? And there's probably another movie to blame for that mindset, which, shame on me, I shouldn't have that. I should always have an open mind. That's how I've discovered I have these awesome movies in the first place. But, uh, yeah, that was the uh, the take. But just that synopsis alone, if that doesn't make you say, okay, I probably need to track this one down. Well, wait, there's other reasons why you need to track this one down. Let's talk about the cast for a minute. Uh, Denise Richards. Was there anybody better looking in this time frame, especially in the 90s, than Denise Richards? I mean, pretty smoking, right? 
and obviously why she's in this movie too. You got Paul Walker, right? One of the early roles for him. Uh, <laughs> you got Terry Kaiser as Dr. Wackenstein. Not only is it Terry Kaiser, but the fact that it's called Dr. Wackenstein, I'm sold, right? <laughs> Terry Kaiser, in case you don't know, come on. Uh, Weekend at Bernie's. He's Bernie. He's the dead guy in all the movies, right? He's also in uh, Friday the 13th Part 7, I believe. So, you know, he's just one of those guys we've seen a lot. He's been in a ton of stuff. That's just the ones off the top of my head. And I can't go on without talking about John Franklin being in this. Now, you may be asked, John Franklin, John Franklin. Where do I know that name from? Well, if you don't know the name, or if you do know the name, you know that he's Isaac from the Children of the Corn, right? The one that was leading everybody. And uh, you never see him as anybody but Isaac, no matter what he's in. Even in this movie, you go, hey, that's the dude from Children of the Corn, right? So there you go. Uh, I, I'm really amazed at the cast that's in this movie because I really expected really, really low-budget crap. I'll just go ahead and say it. It's really what I expected. I was pleasantly surprised. It's still wonky. Uh, this is really, to me, this is somebody trying to make an 80s movie in the 90s, and it's just that thing where it's just off enough that you, you know, you're just like, ah, I just don't know if this works. And I think because of that now, looking back at it, it does work. But I think at the time, that's the problem I had with these movies that came out, because they were trying to use a lot of the 80s formulas for things, and it just wasn't panning out. I don't know if it was the, the dialogue or what, but something was off. Still kind of hearing this one, too. Because, again, they try too hard to be funny. And it's trying to be a teen movie. And then, literally, it turns into Friday the 13th. You just replace Jason with a robot dinosaur. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how else to put it. But, uh, you know, it, it starts off with uh, Paul Walker is obsessed with Denise Richards, which, hey, who isn't? He's trying to get her to be his boyfriend, her boyfriend, trying to get her to be his girlfriend. I'll get it right here in a minute. And uh, But she's hanging out with a guy named Billy. And he's the tough guy that everybody's afraid of. But anyways, Billy catches them together, and they get in this big fight. And it's to the point of even, like, dropping atomic elbows and stuff on each other. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous fighting, right? To At the end, where they both grab each other's nutsack and are squeezing, and you let go, I'm not letting go, I'm not letting go. And the cops show up and break them up, but they're still holding on. It's just, you know, silly stuff. Needless to say, Billy's going to get back at, uh, what's Paul Walker's character's name? Michael. And, uh, and by doing so, they pretty much just <laughs> beat him up, throw him in a car, and take him out to a, uh, it's like a safari zoo, but, but they're all open. They're not in cages. You're supposed to, it's like a drive-through type zoo setting. And, uh, they take him out there and leave him for dead, right? So... Yeah, he gets attacked and mauled by a lion. And uh, Dr. Wackenstein wants to finish his project with his new animatronic dinosaur that he's built because, you know, that's what Dr. Wackenstein's do. And 
in order to keep it from being just a total robot that has to be controlled by a human pushing buttons, he wants to put your human brain in it. Well, guess what? He gets Michael's brain, puts it in there, and then it becomes a revenge film. <laughs> uh, so now, you know, Michael is now a, a dinosaur, and, you know, he's just ripping kids limb from limb. It's it's hilariously awesome. Uh, it's a lot of fun. So, uh, I don't know. It, and it really made me kind of miss some things about the 90s that, uh, you know, I never was the biggest 90s fan anyways. But uh, this kind of made me see the charm that was there, even if it was still trying to be an, an 80s movie. There's some, there's some massive gore in this, too. I mean, the head's getting bit off. Uh... Billy's making out with this other girl in the car. The dinosaur comes out. Obviously, of course, they have to be in a convertible, right? So he picks up the girl by the leg and, you know, chomps her, chomps Billy. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. It's it's a lot of rampage running around, biting people, dinosaur stuff. Uh, the kind of token thing they have in here, not token like Lord of the Rings, like token. You know, not like token, like a reefer either. I'll get it right here in a minute. You gotta, you gotta excuse my southern accent because, you know, fifteen words sound the same when I say them, right? But we do have the uh, the ever popular black gay friend, right, that hangs out with Denise Richards all the time, and obviously he's over the top with everything. And this is why I say that '80s thing, right? Because he's trying to be Hollywood for mannequin. He's he's that type of character and all the jokes are aimed at that same scenario right so there you go that's kind of the point you know is this it's they took that character and put him in this movie so that's where that 80s influence thing i think really stands out but yeah man this thing is busting out busting loose tearing stuff down and the thing that's hilarious about it a t-rex has got really short arms but there's a whole bunch of scenes where the dinosaur's like reaching up and hitting its side of its head and reaching up. You know, these arms must have just automatically grown because they are never that long, right? So there's a lot of hysterical stuff like that. He finally, he kidnaps Denise Richards, Tammy. It's Tammy and the T-Rex. Takes Tammy and takes her to a, a barn. I think it's a place they made out before or something. I can't. I don't remember that part that much. I need to watch it again. But anyways, he finally makes her understand that he's inside the dinosaur. And from there, uh, they're kind of inseparable. So you got scenes of her riding around on a dinosaur, running from bad guys. Uh, then you get the law involved. And it becomes a big shootout, and they're trying to stop the dinosaur, right? I'm going to kind of leave it there as far as the story, but I want to suggest this movie to you. If you're a fan of any kind of B-movie that's just fun, I'm telling you, this one's a lot of fun. Uh, I know it's been on the list of like some of the worst movies ever made, but you know what? It's enjoyable, right? And uh, makes it a whole lot of fun. So I, I can't I can't stop recommending it. I, I'm not exactly sure where you can find it right now. 
Um, but yeah, uh, Sam always when he when he uh, Sam always Sam Sam when he was telling me about this movie, he said make sure you get the 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 uncut version, which is what I got, and it's you know extra gore. I mean, <laughs> I'm telling you, it is Friday the Thirteenth style gore in a '90s teen movie. That's the best way to put it. So uh, it's it's pretty dang awesome. It's pretty dang ridiculous. Uh, some of the acting is over the top. There's some scenes that are just eh, kind of make you, eh, I don't know. They're trying to be funny. There's a scene where uh, Michael wakes up from a sedative that Dr. Wackenstein and his group gives him. And when he wakes up, he's like, I had a dream. And we were in Kansas. And you were there. And you were there. I mean, so, you know, the Wizard of Oz spiel. And you're just like, yeah. I guess at the time that might have been funny. It's really not that funny anymore. Kentucky Fried Movie did it the best. Just going to say that. But other than that, overall, this is a f- absolutely fun movie. I felt like it was about 35 minutes long. It went by really fast. Uh, moves really quick. It's got some really funny stuff. And, uh, yeah, lots and lots of fun. I'm going to give this a 4 out of 5, matter of fact. So, taking a movie that I dissed all those years ago, never watched it, and for it to be a, a 4 out of 5 that's a pretty big jump. So, Sam, I want to say thanks, man, because you recommending this really make me realize I have to, like, open my mind again to some of these things. However, coming up real soon with another uh, request from Matthew Tangent, the Angry Ginger. He wants me to do the Carnosaur series, and... Uh, I don't know how I'm going to be on those because I saw the first one when it came out and I felt a little insulted. <laughs> so we'll see if Fresh Eyes kind of turn that around and uh, make it uh, make me see the light. Make me see the uh, the Carnosaur fighting a, a bulldozer with a palm tree. I don't know. I, I've got a whole story of Carnosaur that uh, I usually use to describe any time that uh, Roger Corman had a production for a movie and how that was made. He literally would just walk into the warehouse and go, oh, there's a dinosaur outfit, and there's uh, some chicken eggs, and there's a forklift and a palm tree. Let's make a movie, right? I, <laughs> that's kind of what uh, I always said about Carnosaur. So we will see. But again, I'll talk too much about Carnosaur because... I'm pretty sure I'm going to like this one better than Connoisseur. I'm just going ahead and saying it. But I don't know that to be true. We will find out. Maybe Matthew's going to prove me wrong, and I hope he does. But I'm glad that I went back and checked this one out. So, Sam, thank you, man. If you got other suggestions, bring them on. I'll be glad to do them. That goes for you, too, folks out there listening. If you got a movie you want me to cover, don't matter if it's a popular movie or not, if it's something that you love and you want to hear me talk about it, bring it on! Yeah, I'd even do bring it on with spirit fingers that's right another teen movie all right folks that's it for this one and we will as you know check you later